Right now, we are living through an unprecedented time both locally and globally. Never before has the modern world been so tested, and the very things that many of us have taken for granted been so effortlessly stripped away due to the global pandemic. However, the hard time has also shown the necessity and intuitiveness of the world to come together and bring great minds to focus on a sole purpose. The world is more globally connected now than it ever has been, and the globalization of every nation means that citizens must adapt and learn how to communicate across borders and cultures. Rebecca Malowin is a strong believer in this cause. She helps head a new push for global relations studies here at Michigan State. The introduction of a new graduate program this year, established as the Masters of Science in Global Health, has become a bright and hopeful beacon for future endeavors of students to make a global impact in their respective fields and work towards a better future alongside the entire global community. I sat down with Rebecca and asked her to describe who she was and what the new global health program really is. I actually wear several hats at Michigan State University. I am the director of the Global Health Studies program, which I'll be talking about today. I also serve as the director of research for the Institute for Global Health, which is where the, the Global Health Studies program lives within the university. I'm also an associate professor in family and community medicine within the College of Osteopathic Medicine. That's where my academic home is. And then I'm also the interim director of the Canadian Studies Center, which is located in International Studies and Programs. We are a new program. We actually just launched this year in the summer of 2020. It's an online graduate program. We are academically located in the College of Osteopathic Medicine. So for students graduating from that program, they'd receive a degree conferred by the College of Osteopathic Medicine. But what's unique about us is that our faculty actually come from all over the university. So we have faculty from veterinary medicine, human medicine, arts and letters, social sciences, ag and natural resources. And then we also have practitioners who work in the DC area and global health agencies who are teaching for us as well as colleagues who are faculty in universities where we collaborate. So we have faculty from the University of Nigeria, from Mexico, from Costa Rica. So we are a 30-credit program that's completely online. We have nine core courses, which constitute 27 of the credits, and then you have three elective credits in the program. And we've designed it so it can be completed in one year. Or if you're working or prefer to go on part-time basis, we could go up to five years, but the program can be completed in a year. So we follow the competencies that have been recommended by the Consortium of Universities for Global Health. So this is a professional organization of universities that are interested in advancing global health as a academic endeavor. And so we're following their competencies. We do not have an accrediting body per se, but we want to make sure that we are definitely um, competency-based. And the kinds of competencies that they recommend are in the areas of, you know, studying the global burden of disease, importance of globalization of health and healthcare, the social and environmental determinants of health, capacity strengthening, how do we collaborate, partner, and communicate, and so the courses that we offer are directly related to those competencies. So we have nine courses, as I mentioned. One is the Introduction to Global Health Practice, which I teach. We also have another introductory course called One Health, Transdisciplinary Collaboration in Global Health, which is how do you work with people from other disciplines when you come with different languages 
and work together on, on large global issues. Believe it or not, it, that's a skill set. When you are trained as an undergraduate or a professional in medicine, you learn the language of your peers within that same profession. But when you go out to try to work on on larger issues such as a global pandemic, <laughs> you know, you have to work across disciplines and it's important to understand how to do that in a respectful way to all achieve the same goal. We also have courses in ethics that's taught by Dr. Fred Gifford, who's in arts and letters. Uh, we have a course in evidence-based practice. So how do you assess the literature? If you read something about an intervention, how would you know whether it's something that you should apply to a different population? We also have a global health management course. So we're hoping that many of our students go on into management positions and global health agencies. And so Lori Winters, who has been working with USAID for many, many years in different projects, she lives in the DC area, she's teaching that course. So th those are kind of the skills that we're hoping to teach so that people have practical skills to be able to immediately go add value in global health agencies or in the communities that they're serving in. These larger problems really demand a transdisciplinary approach. As we continued to talk about the different aspects of the program, it became apparent that the students themselves become a large part of the way the curriculum unfolds. When I asked her to talk about the problems the program hopes to address in the world, Rebecca said, well, you know, I, I, I look at the students that we currently have in the program, and uh, I think I would start there. So what's really unique and interesting about our program is that we attract a wide variety of students. But, you know, we have physicians in our program, we have lawyers in our program, we have several people who were born in other countries and, and are not um, English as a first language uh, students. We have students from all over the country. And so... What we try to do, we're not out to solve particular problems per se as a program, but we're trying to equip the students who go through our program to solve the problems that they think are most important. So we give them a toolkit. Students come with certain interests. Like for example, we have an ophthalmologist in our program who'd like to do more work in other countries around issues affecting the eye. And so we're giving him a tool set to be able to do that. This provides an opportunity for these potential students to really learn about all of the different uh, activities and, and the history and concerns going on in global health, such as the sustainable development goals. I mean, you know, those aren't taught in medical school. Those aren't taught in engineering school. What are some of these global targets that we're all trying to work towards and why are they important and how are they measured and how can you contribute to that? Um, how can I work with folks from different cultures? What does it mean to go work in a community and really work as partners with community members in um, addressing these local and global problems. I then asked Rebecca about what she believed the future of the program was going to be and how it will grow. We're hoping that once we get past this pandemic, our students will be able to participate in the many education abroad and international elective opportunities that we offer. So as I mentioned in our program, we have three elective credits that students can apply to really whatever they're interested in. So we have about 12 different countries through the Institute for Global Health where we have planned education abroad programs that people can participate in. We've had longstanding relationships with um, universities in other countries and Mexico, Peru, Cuba, Haiti, Dominican Republic, uh, you name it. 
so we're, we're looking forward to getting back to the field with our students and, and being able to offer them that opportunity. I think over time, we'd like to be able to offer um, additional electives and maybe even additional core courses for students as we see who, who our students are. And of course, if you would like to become one of these students or really have any questions whatsoever, First, I'd visit our website, which is globalhealth.msu.edu. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And on our website, you have contact information to the program. And I would be happy to speak to any students who have an interest in the program. We also have fabulous staff that are very responsive to email and phone and however, uh, you know, messenger pigeon, <laughs> however you'd like to reach us. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, we, we love talking to potential students, you know, whether we're a fit for you or not, we love hearing from students what people are excited about and how we can work together to make the world a better place. With the undercurrent on Impact 89 FM, this has been Nick Saba.